Always good to rap with you, man. Want to get into the new album and the tour and talk a little music. And um, tell me about this new album. Let's start with that. I mean, you're second with the band now. And, you know, I've really been fascinated with everybody that I talk to, the kind of timeline for the album. You put out your first album with Lamb of God, like in the midst of the pandemic. How quickly did you guys start turning the page and working on Omens? Oh, man. I mean... We got. We obviously had some bad luck with the timing of that, but we can't really plan for moments like that. So, I mean, I think, you know, as far as the writing goes, Willie and Mark have always been, like, constantly writing, like, nonstop. So there was already some stuff in, in the bank ready to go. Um, and it wasn't until we kind of we started touring uh, the first tour back with Megadeth after, like, COVID and everything like that. And we kind of were already writing and doing pre-production at that moment. So it, it was kind of a long process, maybe over, well over a year, but these guys are always riding, man. So um, it was just really exciting to get, to get back into it, and this was just a longer process. Uh, we took our time with it, for sure, and kind of made a, a special imprint on this one, for sure. And whenabouts did you actually get in the studio with Josh Wilbur and start laying it down? When, time frame-wise, when did that start happening? Oh, man, I think that was... Probably right after, man, I can't even remember. <laughs> uh, we've been so busy. This is a good thing. This is a good thing. Uh, I think it wasn't very much long after that. We kind of pumped it out. Uh, we were in uh, Henson Studios, and we spent like a month there. And, man, it's, it's really not, I can't even remember right now. <laughs> but it, we, were, we were in there, and it felt like an eternity. But we spent, we, we, we took our time. We were able to record it. Most of the tracks were all live recorded on the floor. Most of my drum takes uh, with all of us kind of sitting in the studio together all at once. So that was a definite vibe change uh, than your average, like, you know, just doing drums or just doing guitars. It, it was really pleasant. And I'm kind of curious, too, dude, did you bust out any new drums or cymbals? Did you go into the recording with this? I, I remember the last one I was talking to you about that, like, Swiss cheese cymbal you were using. But Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Anything yeah, new on brought, this one? I brought that. I did, uh, br I, the setup was pretty much identical to what I've always been, been using, uh, but this was actually my first full-length recording with Ludwig drums, so uh, kind of really excited about the outcome and the way that the, the recording came out, and those drums are obviously legendary, so I've done a lot of, a lot of work with, with Ludwig and uh, trying to put my own stamp on, on a classic name, uh, so that that is my first time ever using Ludwig drums, and killer it was definitely a killer uh sound that we got uh, a much more uh real uh emotional sounding uh drum sound if you will rather than like your very like doctored up uh metal drum sound you know what i mean yeah not not that steel can sounding trash can snare or anything <laughs> like that either <laughs> don't say it <laughs> yeah it, it was really good and it, it, we we really developed kind of like this is one of those records where i was able to really put my name on it and, you know, the first comparing, comparing to the first record, uh, the self-titled, I mean, that was kind of my first little, like, uh, you know, intro into the band. And it was kind of a safe zone of, you know, kind of like rotating or changing of the guard, obviously, obviously uh, being the new guy. Um, so this time around, it was really exciting to, that the guys were like, you know, what, we, we need your own sound. We, we, need, we need to sound like our crews. And I'm like, this is, this is great. So those drums helped. Uh, make that a reality for sure. 
I love it, man. I played Ludwig as a kid, so it's rad that you are now. And and talking about being more comfortable, second album around, I'm curious, did you write any music or did you have more input, I imagine, being more comfortable with the guys, being the second time in the studio? Like, no, we should put this bridge here or that riff there or anything like that? 100%. Uh, definitely one of those, uh, after the first experience, you kind of get a, a feel for what, what the rest of the guys are used to. I mean, they've been writing music together for well over 25 years so it's kind of like they had to like walk me through it at the first at first so this time was very much like i kind of i understood where my moments were to kind of like speak up you know and feel more comfortable with like you know what this is where i think we should do this because you know uh you've done this before or let's go back to doing this because you haven't done this in a long time type of type of stuff like that so it was really nice mark and, and willie are pretty specific when they write music but for them allowing me to kind of give my two cents and, you know, have an opinion was a, a really special thing, you know? Uh, and it's just, like I said, it's just a new chapter in the band. And this record is going to be like the start of a new era, in my opinion, you know? Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it all because there's going to be a making of, of the Omens album, uh, the documentary coming out too, right? So good. Such a good, uh, and uh, we, we had the film crew in there the whole time. Uh, every day there's a lot of really cool special moments I mean that captured and you know it's crazy sometimes when those extreme moments are happening you can't really capture that or the camera wasn't rolling but this time there was a lot of cool stuff that was captured and I was in LA so I mean I, I, I was in my hometown uh, where I grew up so realistically it was just all special to be there with the band and ha- having this one be like a real special record like that to be in LA to be able to go see my family to be able to you know, roam around LA and Hollywood and, and just do that whole thing. Really cool. Uh, and they captured a lot of that in the documentary. I mean, there's a couple segments. I mean, we even go to my, my, my mom's house where I started. It, it's just really cool. So it's, it's very much telling the tale of like all the challenges that the band has gone through emotionally, mentally, uh, with everything, you know, from, from the beginning of time to, to now, it's very, uh, a very pleasant uh, place to be. Cool, man. I can't wait to see all of that. And, and just kind of curious, with you having the more influence on this album and, and like you said, kind of helping out with the writing here and there, do you have a, a favorite tune on the album? Is there a baby for you on, on Omens? From a drumming standpoint, where I was most comfortable, I think uh, the song Vanishing has stood out uh, since, the, since the start. That's a good song. But realistically, I think the last song, September song, yeah. is a very emotional uh, song that uh, there's that intro groove is really, really tasty. And it's kind of something that has never been on a Lamb record. So uh, that was nice. And we, we, we did that whole song. Uh, at least the intro portion of that song was one take. Uh, and it, and we, we all nailed it. And it was just a, a moment. Uh, and that was the last song we were recording. So it was kind of a really special uh, uh, moment for sure. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I did did get a chance to listen to the album, and, and that one did stand out for that whole intro. You're like, wait, is this still Lamb of God? Whoa, what's going on? Yeah, here? man. It's, really cool. There's so, there's so much emo- emotion in that song. It's it's a very emotional song. Can't really speak for the lyrics. I mean, that's that's Randy's area, but musically, it's emotional. There, you can hear it. You can feel it uh, from the start to the finish. It, it's a great song, and I think... Um, it worked out being like the last one on the record and it was perfect. It, it worked out perfectly. Love it, man. And dude, we got to talk about one other recording. I'm, I'm mad I didn't talk to you about it when I saw you last in person, but uh, we got to yeah. take a moment to talk about you recording a tune with Megadeth doing the Wake Up Dead cover. Tell me all about that. Oh, yeah. 
Dude, you know, that, that was thrown together so last minute and we were already in the studio. So it kind of just, I mean, I, I love Wake Up Dead. That song is obviously great. I grew up listening to it. So to be a part of that uh, was really special. Uh, but man, we drilled that so fast. Like, I think I hit that faster than anything because, well, you're not trying to be as creative. You know what I mean? You're yeah. just having fun. We were in the studio already and then, and this idea came up to, to help promote the tour. And we're like, you know what? This would be cool. And they asked me, my drums were set up in the studio. Why not? I'm like, damn, okay, I got lucky, you know? So that was really special. Uh, and I'm glad that that's, that's out in, in the world forever now. So uh, it's really cool. And then, and then Dave, like, coming in with Randy, oh, man, it was just super special. Very cool moment. Yeah, dude, that's what I was going to say. I know you're a massive Megadeth fan. What was, what was more special to you, getting to tour and, and see Megadeth every night or, or getting to re- be on a record with Dave? Uh, I would say touring was a much more special uh exciting uh moment you know because you you're able to like become friends and you know i've I've become a friend of dave's and it's been really cool to be able to kind of rap with him here and there and see him every day in the morning and it was just one of those things that i won't forget uh because i mean realistically the first time i'd seen megadeth was with lamb of god like 15 years prior in 2007 uh, on the gigantor yeah and that was so it's just a real crazy uh full circle moments that keep happening and uh, I, I really cherish it. I'm super grateful for those moments. And uh, to be able to tour and do that almost exact thing that I saw as a kid, it, was, uh, it didn't really hit me until later on in the tour, but it was, it was pretty special to, to, to do that. And it's funny because he still uses one of those guitar cases that says Gigantor from the same year. I'm like, <laughs> ah, this is weird. <laughs> Did you do any uh, magic tricks for Dave? Uh, you know what? I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I and just recently I started really getting back more into my magic. Um, I really want to do something with it. Uh, it's. I mean, I've been doing it like half my life, so I really want to kind of. I've, I've been putting a lot of focus into my magic lately, and kind of just jabbing and testing some things out on people. And um, yeah, there's a, there's there's some cool stuff happening in the works right now behind the scenes that I'm trying to do with magic, and it's it's uh, hopefully it'll be out soon. But can't really talk about it now, but. I'm definitely leaning into the magician thing again. Cool, man. Yeah, I thought I thought maybe in, in the Omens video would be a good spot to do a little, you know, art magic right. in there. But uh, yeah, I'm. And you know, one other thing too, talking about that uh, that cover that you guys did with with Dave and Megadeth, the Wake Up Dead, really cool trend that I think is kind of starting now. I've seen some other bands do it, including a band that we'll get to see you on tour with, Fit for an Autopsy, doing the cover of Walk with Me in Hell. I like that idea of bands doing covers, whether it's together or separate for the tour coming up. Yeah, it's really cool. I think more bands should do it. I mean, it's like, especially when you have that like gap of, you know, I mean, Lamb of God was like fit for an autopsy's Megadeth that Megadeth was to Lamb of God in a weird way. You know what I mean? So right. it's kind of cool to see that and kind of like the, the times are changing and, you know, like the, the, that new wave of American metal, that Lamb of God was at the top of the entire time it's now becoming more of a reality to where it's like, man, like this is actually, you know, we're pushing the band's pushing 30 years. So like, there's going to be these younger bands coming out that looked up to lamb and not, you know, Iron Maiden or Judas Priest, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, it's really cool to see that happening and, and they're having moments too. And it's, it's all good stuff. I'm, I'm was really happy to see that happen for sure. And dude, I mean, Lamb of God and Killswitch Engage is like peanut butter and jelly going out on the road together. It's such a perfect tour. But I'm kind of curious for you. I mean, you must have been a Killswitch fan, especially starting off Winds of Plague. Certainly had that uh, new, you know, that metalcore oh, yeah. influence. Metalcore. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's crazy is uh, 
I mean, it was the era. That was my era as well. I mean, I, I kind of was on the cusp of like Megadeth, Metallica, you know, Slayer and bands like that. But realistically, that new wave is what really got me into what I'm doing and everything, my creative style and things like that. So when I was like 17, 16 years old, I was watching the Lamb of God DVD and the Killswitch DVD at the same time. Like it was, they were on repeat constantly. So uh, for them to be uh, supporting us on this and, and, and on this tour, it's kind of like, again, for me personally, complete full circle moments uh, and weird at the same time, <laughs> you know, but again, but every, they're, they're all so cool. Uh, those dudes are super cool, and it's it's uh, it's been really great to have them on. Dude, the thing that always gets me about Killswitch, it, you being a drummer, like Justin plays on like the smallest kit in metal, but it sounds so massive. He makes it huge, man. Uh, it's crazy, and I mean, less is more a lot, you know. I mean, I, I, if I could play a kit that small, that'd be cool. Uh, and I, I mean, I remember trimming it down once upon a time when. Uh, I did prong yeah. and then I trimmed it down when I did Mark Morton's uh, solo tour. Yeah. That was like the smallest kid I had ever played, but it's so fun. Um, and you kind of like, it, 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 it works for him and he's obviously always made that, that kit sound huge. And, uh, he's just an amazing player. Uh, another drummer that I definitely like was inspired by younger, you know, so to, to be with him and see him every day, it's, it's super cool. It was great to run into you at the uh, Chaos and Carnage tour at the House of Blues of Anaheim and, and hanging out with the Suicide Silence guys. And, dude, I, I didn't realize it, but you were a drum tech for Suicide Silence starting off. Yeah. Yeah, that was like, like my first real touring gig was uh, like in a bus with, with big bands, and it was their first big tour. So, uh, I mean, I, I pr- pretty much grew up with Alex Lopez, the drummer, the, the ex-drummer of the band. And um, obviously we've been we've been like family, you know, and uh for that for me to be in LA at that moment too to to enjoy seeing that era because I, I kind of missed that that world you know the Jeff Corps scene and you know that was Suicide Silence and and uh Carnifex and these are bands that we used to tour with back in the day and uh I had to stop by that show for sure <laughs> it was really nice and Winds of Plague was playing so yeah it was cool to see to see my old band out there and uh it's it's just been a whirlwind of uh total different emotions being able to like see all of this happen and then now being able to like have suicide silence opening up this first leg um it's been really emotional and uh very like warm and we, we just you know storytelling and you know remembering mitch and this and that and the tours and it, it's been really cool to have them out here for sure yeah i was gonna say was, were you on the first album or the second album what, what, what time frame was that when you were teching for them uh, they, it was there when they put out the first record, the, uh, the, the cleansing. cleansing. Wow. Yeah. 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 And that, that, that record, it just came out. They were on mayhem fest, the first mayhem fest, Slipknot disturbed, man, so many bands, too many to name, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was a big tour. That was a good time. And I, I think I was just working for food. I just wanted to get out. That's all, <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. And it, 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 it worked out from that tour to me joining winds of plague and then, I just never really looked back after that. So, Love it, man. It's been fun to watch and follow your career all throughout. And, dude, I got one last thing to hit you with because we're one of those old school radio stations. We bow down every night. We do mandatory Metallica at 10 p.m. It's one band Love I don't it. think I've ever talked to you really about, but you talk to me about Lars. What's, do you have a favorite Metallica beat or tune? I mean, my, my era of jumping into Metallica was Master of Puppets, realistically. That was like the record that, 
I was first like turned on to. Damage Inc. is is a really good one. Uh, I love that song. Clearly, you can always say Master of Puppets, but Battery, definitely up on my top three Metallica songs of all time. Um, but Damage Inc., I think Damage Inc. Is, uh, is right there as one of my favorites. Love the cymbal chokes in those songs. So tight. Tight. Love it. Beautiful, man. Always a blast to talk to you. Hopefully, I'll get to see you at the L.A. show. If not, I'll certainly be yeah. there in the crowd rooting you on. And uh, It's going to be great, man. Stoked. Uh, I can't wait to see you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Dude, you absolutely rock. Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety, available on all the major platforms. Tune in, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at MikeZ967. And bro, don't miss the radio show. Now 10 p.m to midnight on 96.7 KCAL Rocks in the Southern California Inland Empire area, Riverside, San Bernardino County. Always streaming on live at kcalfm.com. You, my friend, absolutely rock.